Welcome to Monday Movie Munchie Madness. This is your co-host Michael reminding you as always that this podcast contains spoilers. This week's movie is Logan Lucky. Not Lucky Logan. <laughs> Logan Lucky. And uh, yeah, so we're going to spoil it for you. We're going to talk about it. We're going we're gonna, to uh, approach it from a few different angles. So if you haven't seen it yet, listen to one of our other casts. And uh, if you have seen it, enjoy the show. Today, uh, he's devising a plan. You're gonna hijack the uh, local racetrack, Michael. Yeah, Michael yeah. Brown, how are you? It's gonna work. I've got it all figured out, <laughs> but you're not gonna know what I did until the end. Okay. Yeah, you're not gonna know how I did it. That's, that's how all great heist movies work. Yeah, exactly. Um, joining us today, uh, co-founding member of the original Quad M, Chris Caselli. How what's, are you? What's going on, fellas? How you doing? Thanks for coming. Thanks, Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, Chris was uh, with us when we started, so we had uh, Wasser on, but Shout we out didn't. Wasser. But we didn't actually. We didn't actually. So all of our uh, Quad M stories got lost. Our origin stories. Um, but in college, a, a group of us went to the theater every Monday. That's how we got started. Um, do you have any good uh, Quad M stories? Um, I'm trying to think of one off the top of my head. I just know. Uh, they also tend to blur together because of uh, extracurricular activities. I'll let uh, I'll let you uh, munchers do some use your imagination on that, but they all kind of blur together. I know uh, we we mentioned super bad, or we were talking about super bad. Yeah. You guys mentioned it the uh, a couple podcasts ago. Um, that was a awesome movie. Obviously, just an iconic movie. Um, yeah, I can't can't think of anything off the top of my head, but. Uh, Good times, yeah, for sure. Super good times are had. We we moved into our house uh, in college, and then we went and saw Super Bad like that week. Right after, yeah. yeah, it was just like a perfect film for a perfect time in yeah. in our lives, and exactly. it's just like one that will just always stand out for us. And I'm, I'm glad we get to shout it out because it's uh, it just had its tenth anniversary. So, yeah, it, it did yeah, this it week. Yeah, 10. it yep. turned ten, and I, I think I even shouted you guys your podcast out saying this was a yeah exactly bottom uh, viewing. viewing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, great film. Great, great. It was a perfect time for that film in our lives, and just one that will live forever. Yeah, well, it's it's gonna be funny forever. I'm gonna be using lines from it. Forever. <laughs> exactly, that's one you could quote forever, yeah. forever for sure. <laughs> it just says McLovin. <laughs> it was either that or Muhammad. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. All right, so uh, so this week we saw Logan Lucky. Um, did you have so you know we we do predictions. Mm -hmm. uh, what we think about the movie what, what were your thoughts going in what did you have a number I did have a number going in um, and it was a six I okay. thought it was going to be thought it was going to be solid but you know not not great and uh, I will say I was pleasantly surprised yeah I, I, I enjoyed I it I think thoroughly. I had a similar similar number I think I had a six I think we both had, we might have all had sixes then because we predict we had the same prediction yeah I don't have we should have I think it was six we should have looked this up we should have looked this up <laughs> <laughs> um I'm going to say I give it a six, but I was also pleasantly surprised. Um, I want to bump it up to an eight. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, nice. That's a movie. I mean, 
that's that's what I go to the movie theaters for, you know? Like, mm-hmm. a fun, upbeat movie with familiar actors that yeah. I like, you know? Great cast. Great cast. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. So, I, I miss Soderbergh. I'm glad he unretired. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I didn't even really know that he actually did retire until yeah. I was reading about this and he came out of retirement for this. I always think about it. It's kind of weird that like actors just retire when they could just <laughs> not do something for a while. And like, it's so like arbitrary uh, actor retirement, you know, because yeah. he could just be like, oh, I'm back. Yeah, do you, it's have, not to, like, do you have to retire? Yeah. You just not do movies for a while, go on hiatus and not say anything. That's why, like, Daniel Day-Lewis, he didn't yeah. even retire. He just he, picks his spots. He makes a movie every seven years. Anyway, yeah, you know? exactly. It's not like in the, like, in pro sports where, you're, like, you sign a contract and you're like, well, I retire. And then when you're, oh, I'm out of retirement, you sign another contract yeah. or whatever. It's like, it's very arbitrary in, in, the, in Hollywood. If you want to make a movie, you just make a movie. Yeah, exactly. Whatever you feel <laughs> like doing. Yeah, I think that's what Soderbergh uh, did. He, he said he wanted to come back, and I read a GQ piece, uh, with him the other day, and he's like, "Oh, I'm not gonna come back and try and make something important. Yeah. I just want to make something fun and like something that the audience is gonna like." Absolutely. You know? yeah. And you touched on that for this movie. It was definitely fun, a yeah. lot of fun. Well, and it was like the the premise could have like gravitated into like a outlandish or like you know, but he kept it like that. It was actually believable, you know. Like he made it like oh, okay, like maybe these dumb rednecks could actually pull <laughs> yeah. this off, you know. <laughs> Um, so I think I predicted a six also. Yeah. I'm just going to say that. And Munch is right to us at MMMMMPod on Twitter. Get us on Facebook if you do, if you uh, listen to the last podcast that we were on. But Yeah, we'll have it in the edits and admissions uh, portion of the next podcast. Yeah, yeah. So look for that. That's, that's a new fun segment that we'll be doing from now on. But if I predicted a six, I'm actually going to bump it down to a five. Ooh, yeah. Okay. I mean, I hate to... I hate to Rain on your uh, burst on your our bubbles. Rain. Yeah, dang. What yeah. was your final number? Chris? Oh, my final number was uh, I bumped it up to a seven. Actually, okay, I thought it was great. solid. Yeah. It was seven, seven and a half. I went kind of back and forth. Thought about giving it an eight too, but I was just like, you know, it's not like they reinvented the wheel or anything with no. this movie. But it was yeah. it was fun and entertaining. And I think that's me. why I bumped it down. It was it was, it was too formulaic. <clears throat> it was it was a lot like any of the Ocean's movies. I was gonna say yeah. it's just like a redneck <laughs> Ocean's Eleven, which is fine, but it was like not as good as Ocean's Eleven, which sure. I. Were, which I would put in like that A range, like that's a that's a damn good movie. Yeah, I just mm-hmm. I just watched it the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's great. I mean, I love the way they, they sort of give you just enough of the story to keep you going, and then at the end, it's like, oh, that's why this and that and all mm-hmm. that, you know. And there's all these big reveals, a big twist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. right. Yeah, so they they sort of did the same thing with this one, but it wasn't. For, I didn't get quite the same satisfaction as I as I got out of Ocean's Eleven, and it was so it was more like um, sure. like a rehashed uh, redneck Ocean's. Fifteen. Ocean's Eleven. Also, I mean, they have the uh, the the cast was like twice as good. So yeah, I mean, yeah. And this is a great cast. Yeah, this is really a great cast. Yeah. I know. I just maybe they didn't they didn't quite jive as well as as they could have. The cast. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Maybe they were pretty good. I don't know. I mean, I like to Chain Tatum. What are their uh, What are their actors' names? But Chain Tatum and uh, uh, Adam Driver. Adam, Adam Driver. I like both of yeah, them. They interacted great together. Yeah, 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 they were really good. I thought Adam Driver was awesome. Yeah. he did. He's like the slow <laughs> southern accent. Yeah. So he's Clyde, and then uh, yeah. Channing Tatum was Jimmy mm-hmm. Logan. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Clyde and yeah. Logan. <clears throat> I'm a big Adam Driver guy. Me and too. I like he him a lot. Crushed this this role. I think absolutely. Kylo Ren, shout out. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he played a. Um, he was a veteran in this. Yeah. I think he's, in real life, he's a Marine. He was a Marine. Uh, I think you're right. Yeah. 
remember hearing something like that. Was uh, and he's, I think he started like oh, that's right. he was, an yeah, actor's right. group when he was in the Marines or something like that. You're right, yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, so he's got a cool like backstory. <clears throat> he seems super smart. Yeah, yes. definitely. Yes, he's yeah. very smart. And that's what he made this believable that he was super dumb, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He was really good in that movie, A Midnight Special. I don't know if you saw that. It was like oh, an yeah. independent like, sci-fi. Yeah. yeah, I really liked that movie, and he was good in that. What did you guys um, think of the Seth MacFarlane character? <laughs> uh, totally crazy, but like <laughs> it, was, it was quite ridiculous. That's but. the one that I just maybe didn't believe. Yeah, that like, was a head scratcher. All of a sudden, there's like a Family Guy character. Yeah, in, in the movie, yeah. and his <laughs> his British accent was awful. Yeah. <laughs> it was terrible. Was, it was like all of a sudden it was like a little Australian or like South African. Yeah, yeah, like I felt like that was definitely unnecessary. Yeah, yeah. why he could have just been British. American? Yeah, he could have been American. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so, and I was like, wait, so he's he's a billionaire owner of this? Like, I didn't understand what his character was for all. I was like, is he an actor? Is he no, like, he was like, like a celebrity. He owns like a sports drink company. Yeah, and he, he sponsored the driver that was in right. the race. Yeah, that one, Kevin yeah, White, I think, made him drink. Yeah, he was almost like he a did have Elon a Musk of like energy drinks or he something. He did have yeah, a good exactly. line that, They were definitely portraying that, yeah. yeah. His line when he's he's giving him the, uh, he's like, oh, it's the first uh, energy drink to be magnetized. Here, you have to drink it. And then uh, everyone's like, yeah, drink it. <laughs> That's good, yeah. Um, I was also pleasantly surprised by uh, Daniel Craig. I thought he was really good. Yeah. I thought he was he yeah. was funny. Was his name Joe Bang, I think? Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. a pretty apt name. It fit him well. Considering yeah. he was the explosive guy. Yeah. <laughs> I liked him a lot. He was good. Um, and I, ju- I found out that... Uh, his two brothers, I'm not sure if they were brothers, but they were like, in, they got brought into the plan. One was the like electronics guy. Yeah, and the other was with the long hair. I don't remember. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, he was the he was the computer guy with the long hair. Yeah. And the other guy was just kind of there. Yeah. <laughs> he was um, just kind of dumb. Yeah. The guy with the long hair, also in uh, vinyl. Oh, really? He was in vinyl. He was the guy that gets sent down to the mailroom. And also, sure. Dennis Quaid's son. Yeah, I'll Jack you know. Quaid. Yeah, oh, Dennis wow. Quaid's son. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I was like, where have I seen this guy? And I, I researched it after the movie, and I was like, that's where it was. Vinyl. <laughs> it was in vinyl. So we have a new best Quaid. Yeah, yeah. so. Competing for Quaid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so actually, this yeah. was a Randy Quaid podcast for a second. Uh, when Wasser was on, we we did the lost, right. the lost taste. <laughs> we discussed that Randy Quaid was actually the better Quaid of Dennis and, wow. and Randy. I, I kind of tend to agree. Yeah. He's definitely funnier, sure. and so he makes me, it makes me like him more. Dennis Quaid is just super corny. Yeah, yeah super corny. Super, like, always plays like the tough dad role. Yeah. You know? Right. Whereas Randy Quaid could one second be racing or flying a spaceship or fly, flying a jet into a spaceship, <laughs> and then next thing you know, he's emptying his... Uh, his toilet into Clark Griswold's uh, sewer, you know? That's the, he has so the depth that isn't yeah. there with Dennis, you know? Yeah, Dennis is only, like, slightly alcoholic, not always there for his kids, but always comes through in the end, Dad. Yeah, a tough, tough Very dad. Funny. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, so that this is now a Jack Quaid uh, podcast. Yeah, we got another Quaid mm. already. Yeah. The more Jack Quaids, Quaid. the better, I say. <laughs> Hollywood always is going to need a, need a Quaid. Um, yeah. Um, one thing I mentioned before we hopped on, and I'll throw this to you guys. You guys didn't notice uh, the six NASCAR driver cameos. Um, we know. I think we noticed a few of them, but aren't you enlightened us? Uh, so I, I really only noticed Jeff Gordon, but he was yeah, but he, he was obvious because he was just doing like the Fox, the announcing, yeah, yeah the announcing on Fox. The booth. Um, 
the one that I first saw that probably a lot of people didn't see was Joey Logano as the uh, <clears throat> as a security guard. She he ticketed uh, or not ticketed, but he let uh, the woman in the bank who was like working with the vault who got the cake sent to right. her uh, <clears throat> when yeah. her car got sidewalk sideswiped and they pulled her out. He was like, "Hey, lady, we got to We got to wrap this thing up." So I'm sure a lot of people didn't even recognize him. because He's talking about the paperwork or whatever? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like, we got to finish this up. So that was one of them. And then I don't remember who else was with him on that. Um, I feel like the Bible Belt's going to know exactly who these people are. Oh, yeah. They'll There's know probably for sure. two-thirds of the country are probably, probably saw every one of them and are like, no, there were eight cameos. That you missed, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, write to us at uh, Quad. <laughs> yeah. If you notice any more, uh, oh, Carl, Carl Edwards was... Uh, a West Virginia state trooper with Kyle Bush also as a they, those oh, two those together two. were state troopers. Um, Brad Keselowski and Joey Logano were the security guards from that one scene that I was talking about earlier. And then Kyle Larson was the limo, limo driver who picks up the. Uh, I didn't even know he was a NASCAR driver. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was. I've never heard of him. Um, and then Ryan Blaney is a he's a delivery boy and again another guy I haven't heard of. Yeah. Mm. Mm. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah, I thought that was I thought that's that was kind of cool. Yeah, and that's another fun thing like that Steven Soderbergh does. I think to probably you know portray the like make it believable. Um, so yeah, I thought that was cool. The um, uh, the state trooper scene where they pull over the uh, purple cat or the purple Lincoln. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, to like distract the troopers. Yeah. There's only one working man. Exactly. Or that, that was a good scene. Yeah, I like that. Because uh, it seemed like um, Jimmy Logan. Wanted to get back at that lady. She was getting her hair, hair done in the yeah, beginning. Right. Uh, it was kind of rude to him. Yeah, exactly. yeah, she was. He doesn't like to be told what to do. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and and he's very protective of his daughter, and she was like, you know, giving him crap for being a bad dad. Oh, so. I love the yeah. daughter. Yeah, the daughter was great. Yeah. She's, she was great. She was, uh, she was awesome. She was kind of, she's kind of funny looking, so that bothered me at the beginning. But then I was like, ah, oh, she's a redneck. And then, yeah. and then at the end when she sings uh, Take Me Home Country Road, yeah. I was like, yeah! Oh, Dude, love that song. Yeah, that's a great song. That's a great song. It's a quad M playlist for sure. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah, and I'm glad you brought that up because I don't know if you guys got this vibe, but when that happened, like she sings, I kind of got a little bit of a Little Miss Sunshine vibe. You yeah, know? I, I felt like thing, yeah. that, that kind of rubbed me like a weird way. I thought that they were kind of like ripping off from Little Miss Sunshine a little bit on that. Not completely. Obviously, because it's different tones completely, but I thought yeah. they kind of stole that idea from Little no, Miss Sunshine. It was the same as that, was, was that scene in Little Miss Sunshine. Yeah. It was the same scene. Yeah. Where the dad shows up the last second. Did she, she like... She changes up her she, act. Yeah, yeah. She it was, it was the exact same scene, but okay. that... See, and that's the reason why this movie is a it's five very, to me. It's a very wholesome scene. There was nothing original about this movie, but it yeah. was fun, and it did have all this, you know, great songs and great cast and all this kind of stuff, so... Mm-hmm you know, worth, worth seeing, but I'm not going to say it was anything original. It was just a bite Definitely out of the same original. old apple. I liked, um, they made it seem like Jimmy was, like, I mean, obviously everyone seems a little dumb or slower mm-hmm. in the movie because they're so... <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, like, at the very start of the movie, Jimmy's telling that story about John Denver, and he's like, just, I don't know, there's a lot of background information yeah. And he seems pretty smart, like, he's right away. He's got a depth of knowledge. Yeah, and yeah. even, like, he's fixing the car, he seems smart. Mm-hmm. So, like, as the movie's going on, I'm thinking that maybe, like, oh, are these guys too dumb to, like, come up with this kind of plan? But throughout the whole movie, Jimmy's smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was uh, Clyde that was a little slow. Right. Yeah. 
And that was interesting. And he, he talks Clyde in, into doing things, you know? He's yeah. like, oh, yeah. you're going to send me back to jail. Like, <laughs> like, it was every time he like he got in trouble. It was oh, because, Clyde didn't want to do it. Yeah, Clyde, Clyde was always getting in trouble because of Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy was putting him up to stuff. And then, yeah. yeah so. Manipulative him a little bit. Yeah, yeah. it definitely was. They're very manipulative. Yeah. Like how he referenced like 13 year old like I, w- I went to Julie because of you <laughs> yeah. <damn it. laughs> like I don't want to go back <laughs> exactly my criminal lap is over <laughs> yeah <laughs> perfectly played perfectly played yeah that's great mm. uh, uh, the, the bar scene when you first get introduced to uh, uh, Seth MacFarlane's character I thought that was that was great it was great too <laughs> so they were like yeah make me uh, he's like make me uh, two stoli or stoli with two olives neat uh, uh, high and they're like yeah I'm sure this one arm guy can do it he takes off his arm <laughs> yeah. and makes the arm. Yeah. <laughs> and they're all just like whoa okay <laughs> oh, that was funny yeah and then Jimmy kicks their ass <laughs> yeah Channing yeah. <laughs> Tatum basically plays uh, what's his face uh, Tom Hardy in this movie uh, yeah, he, he still talks a little more. Talks a little bit more, <laughs> and a little bit less grunting. With yeah. That same sort of like this guy knows more than he can communicate. Mm-hmm. Kind of deal with the character. Have you have either of you guys seen either? Uh, well, this is the fourth movie. It's fourth Soderbergh movie starring Chan, Chan Tatum. Okay. Uh, the others were Side Effects, um, Haywire, and Magic Mike. I've seen Magic Mike, but I didn't see that. Other I didn't two. see Haywire. So side effects. Side effects. And not Magic Mike. Okay. So oh, together right. we might be able to piece together an entire... I haven't, seen, no, I haven't <laughs> yeah. seen Haywire. I don't think anyone here has seen Haywire. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah, no, I haven't seen it. But, uh, I don't know, I like that from side effects and now Logan Lucky, I like that combination. Mm-hmm. Magic Mike, it's probably a good movie. Yeah, good movie, yeah. I didn't think I would like it because, you know, it's male strippers and, like, I was definitely... Not fully into the idea going in, but right. you know, it's just he, he was he was good in it. Um, I, that was kind of the movie that pushed uh, Channing Tatum to like the to what he is now, like a well-respected actor. Because yeah. like before that, he was just kind of like a a bro from like to take it to the streets or whatever, like the dancing movie, you know. Really? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like then he became after Magic Mike. They're like, oh wow. And then he goes on to be in like a Cohen Brothers movie, Twenty One Jump Street <coughs> after Twenty One Jump Street, Magic Mike, right? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Um, and so yeah, that's that that movie kind of a Soderbergh film kind of pro- propelled him into the to what he is now. So yeah, and like I like Channing Tatum now. You know, like I, I every movie he's in, I'm I'm, yeah, I'm exactly. semi into I, I wanna... it. Oh, actually, speaking of that, you mentioned uh, we're gonna get into some trailer talk real quick. Oh, you yeah. mentioned oh, a uh, trailer talk. Oh, yeah. So last <laughs> week, last week on trailer talk, you mentioned the Kingsman two and how you're tired of seeing the trailer for it. Yes, we had to see it again. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And it, in the previews for this movie, Logan Lucky, I they show the Kingsman two, and I'm like, okay, yeah, like I I don't want to see it. I saw the first one. Wasn't very good. I'd probably give it like a four out of ten. Like you know, it's, it's I watched it. I was entertained, but they're not doing anything crazy or mm-hmm. special. And then they show a different movie. I can't remember a preview for that. And then they show the Kingsman two preview again in the, in the previews. Two times, twice, twice. I saw the Kingsman two uh, trailer in the previews. Oh my two times. God. I was like, I've never seen that before. And you even mentioned like they must be just. Marketing the crap out of this because they know yeah. it sucks and yeah. they just want to get it in people's minds. So maybe they'll on an off chance they'll go see it on a random. If that, I feel like if I already could, saw it and I hated it. Yeah, if that happened to me, I would have got. I wouldn't have saw Logan Lucky because I just 
I don't want to yeah. sit through that trailer again. Yeah. yeah. Is that and movie coming out soon? They've been marketing it for I hope so. it's 12 God months now. It's Christmas. gotta be, yeah. <laughs> I hope not. If, it, if I have to sit through that for another four months, my God. Um, but yeah, that was. I thought that was ridiculous. Yeah, and I've never funny. seen that before. I've never seen a, this, a preview for the same movie twice. Granted, it was a different, different trailer. Which also doesn't make any sense to me. I so they, they got two different trailers. Two different trailers on it. I was like, I've never seen this before in my life. <laughs> it's outrageous. It was outrageous. Yeah, I was never seen that. totally, totally shocked and bewildered. But Jay and Tatum is in that. Uh, is he? Oh, that's right. He is. He's like the statesman. That, oh, is he? Yeah. yeah. I kind of tuned out. He's, I mean, yeah. Well, he's in pretty much everything now. Is he? Do yeah. He's in ton, he's tons of stuff. His first movie was Coach Carter, by the way, Jay and Tatum. Really? Yeah. Good movie. 2005. Like that movie. His yeah. upcoming project. Rich, Rich Man, shout out. Who? Yeah, St. Francis in it too. Oh, yeah. Rich Carter. Just the name, right? It wasn't actually yeah, St. Francis. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it was a different St. Francis. Yeah, it was, but, that, but it was representative of the actual St. Francis. It was. Yeah. Based uh, just up the yeah. street of uh, Richmond, uh, Oakland. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I saw it on TV one time. Jane Tatum's upcoming projects list is pretty lengthy. He's got like nine. Oh my goodness. Yeah, the, the man is working. Yeah. yeah. You, cannot, you can't knock him for that. No. Dwight Yoakam, Warden Burns. Oh yeah, I liked, I liked <laughs> that. Uh, I, I don't know why up. that guy cracks me up. I think he's, he's so funny. funny. Yeah. Oh, the underrated, an underrated like, part of the movie was the, the, uh, the prisoner takeover. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> Completely unbelievable, but like hilarious at the same everyone time. Everyone's just yeah. getting along. Yeah, everyone's just like, the white supremacists and the, and the black people are just like cool now. Yeah. <laughs> See, <laughs> For a common cause. That was ripped straight out of Ocean's Eleven, you know? Yeah. Like a diversion tactic. Yeah, 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 where like it's going on behind closed doors, and they're showing the scenes where he pulls the lead out of the pencil and puts it in the the light socket, right. and starts a fire in the trash can, and then yeah. that's the smoke that sets off the smoke alarm. Like all that kind of behind the scenes stuff is like why you watch Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, movies. exactly. Because those are those are the Soderbergh scenes that you're like, oh yeah, I like the way and that's what cut. that's what made me like this movie. Yeah, I, I know yeah. it's formulaic and everything, but it but was... there to me like there wasn't enough of that. There were too many like dead spots in between those like really cool like Ocean's Eleven is all those scenes. Sure, it's it's like constantly jumping from like mm -hmm. oh this is like how they put together this piece of it and this and he's given us all these pieces of this puzzle and then at the end we see the whole picture. Mm -hmm. This one was like dead spot. Oh, here's a piece of the puzzle. Dead spot. Here's a piece of the puzzle. So like yeah. I, I it was like kind of stop and go a little bit. Sure, I gotcha. But it gives it that sort of southern pace, and I mean. The, the catch line for the movie is like, yeah. here's how the other, the other half heist or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And even yeah. uh, at, towards the end of the movie, they have the lady on the uh, on the newscast. And she's like, they're calling this seven, <laughs> Ocean 7-Eleven. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The, the redneck robbers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And another, another thing to kind of tie back into your point about the, uh, the Ocean's movies, like... This is, yeah, you're right, very similar uh, formula. They, they have, like, a, a problem, and then they, they, they have a heist that they're going to pull. They pull the heist, mm -hmm. and then there's some answers that are, are unleft, you know, unanswered. Right. And then at the end, there's, like, a reveal scene where you kind of see what they were, like, it, they didn't show all those points during the heist, and then afterwards, he, re he reveals a little bit of what happened here that you didn't see, and what happened here that you didn't see. Like, they, they dig the... Uh, the uh, the money under Daniel Craig's you know backyard which you didn't see and the the, the brothers don't end up the, getting anything yeah the two guys don't get anything yeah. and they just got duped into doing it for him for yeah. free well he got a new hand. he got a new hand yeah 
No, not not those brothers. The, oh, uh, the, other brothers. the Joe yeah. Bangs brothers. Yeah, yeah, the dumb yeah, brothers. Yeah. <laughs> they um, they didn't get anything. They didn't get anything. Yeah, they didn't get a damn thing. Yeah, I see. I, I didn't have like Ocean's Eleven. I had those questions. Though. I was like, oh, how did they pull it off? Yeah. But with this one, I didn't have that many questions. I think that was I think that was my biggest thing. Like the reveal at the end didn't quite hit the mark just because. I feel like they you were asking those questions that they answered. Yeah. yeah, I feel like I kind of got it when they were showing it the first time. Yeah, they kind of they showed a lot of it. Like normally, I feel like the whole part with like the um, where they're sucking the money out of the machine by reversing the uh, the vacuum or whatever, and like putting it into the trash bags and yeah. getting out. Like that whole part with like the vacuum scene probably should have just been put at the end. Like they should have even shown us how they got the money out of the vault, like ended with the explosion or something like that. Mm, interesting. But they know. they used it to, um, I don't know. Then then those uh, Joe Banks brothers like, would have been pointless. Like yeah. right. they were they, just getting duped. They the go time. back and show us how basically what they go back and show at the end is like how well Jimmy Chang Tatum's character covers everything up, which is what we didn't get. Yeah. And sort of how he how, how, how he made he it seem like. Money and, other people did right and like yeah. he gave back a bunch of the money but then we realized he didn't give back all of the money and the rest of it was covered by insurance yeah and then it was like oh well how did they figure out how much money was there you know mm-hmm. how did they figure out how much the insurance money was? Also, Spe- speaking of that yeah, no go ahead go ahead the go ahead. insurance money scene um did that like that that kind of seemed out of place right yeah like how did you guys weird. feel about that like well, the, the whole Hillary swank yeah Situation. Not in the movie for nearly enough time. I don't yeah, think. I was like, yeah. I was like, wait, 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 how much longer do we have? Yeah, yeah. Like, we, just, we just talked about this nearly with, enough time for her. We just yeah. talked about this with Detroit too, where they just brought in exactly. John Krasinski f- for the last like twenty minutes. <clears throat> they did the same thing with Hillary Swank. Like, yeah. They, so I think I figured out why that was. I was on the Wikipedia page, and I think they're setting up Logan Lucky Two. Logan Lucky Two, and <laughs> so she it. when she's in the bar at the end yeah. talking to Adam Driver, she's going undercover, and she's gonna pursue the case that because remember they talk about it them shutting yeah. the door on it right and so she's going to pursue it undercover I think See, that's, who, who yeah. cares like why would the FBI be so yeah. drawn to this case yeah sounds like she's going a little rogue which yeah. I don't think the FBI likes that too much based on other FBI movies I've yeah. seen <laughs> so when I first saw the ending that she was in it I thought she might have been like part of it that's what like I thought part too. of the caper and like in, yeah. in it and getting some of the money but apparently yeah. they used to set up a the sequel, which I, like, I, I agree with you. Like, I think this movie's better off as just a one and done rather than like, why are we continuing? You know, yeah, they got away with it, the, you know, or they, you know, apparently they might not get away with it. I don't know, but yeah, I'm not that in, intrigued by that. I'm not really intrigued on a uh, Logan Lucky too. You know, there's yeah. not enough left on the apple. You know, yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah, I thought that was weird. Not, not enough meat there. And Hillary Swank's a very good actress, very you know, good, very yeah. well-respected actress. Throw her is she in there. an Oscar winner? She is, yeah. I believe. I believe she is. Yeah. yeah. For a million-dollar baby. Yeah, exactly. Um. So yeah, I thought she got. She kind of got the short end. And of I the can stick. see if they did that with like Hillary Duff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't treat Hillary Swank that way, though. No way. <laughs> yeah. When at the end of the movie, I, I kept trying to think back, and I was like, "How was she involved in this?" Like. Yeah. Yeah, she's not. No, she's yeah, not. She's, she's just an FBI She's going rogue. She's going Hillary Swank. And see, that's like, if, if this were Ocean's Eleven, it would've, you would have been all the way back to the beginning where she was like 
it's like her meeting with Jimmy in the bar in the beginning, like set the whole thing up. Yeah. And she was like a string throughout the whole thing. Yeah. And stuff like there just weren't there weren't enough of those like interesting tie-ins. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She was just a throw-in at the end, or they probably should have made her a, a bigger point. But it's tough because the robbery hadn't happened yet. So yeah. yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed the other women in the movie, Riley Keough and Keough, uh, Kate, Katie Holmes. <laughs> Oh yeah, Katie Holmes. Yeah, she yeah, wasn't Holmes. in not. She wasn't in a lot. A but lot. She uh, she looked good and she, she, I liked her. Yeah, I got, a, good. I got enough a good amount of Katie Holmes out of that movie. Yeah, yeah. it was just the right amount. I think yeah, I agree. Not definitely not. She's kind much. of a downer in I mean, the movie. No, just in, in general. general. She's just kind of a downer. The last I look thing. at her, I'm just like, oh man, you're <laughs> mistreated by Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> Life has gotten you down yeah. from Tom Cruise's relationship. Yeah, exactly. The last thing I saw Katie Holmes in, she had braces on. It was very weird. And I was imagining her with braces in this movie. <laughs> Where did she have braces? Yeah, Ray Donovan. Oh, that's right. It was so weird. Uh, that, that was weird. Because she played like the daughter of like the wealthy dude. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she's like a 45-year-old woman with braces. Yeah, and kind, but, of, a, kind of a bitch in that show. Oh, yeah. Ray Donovan, yeah. Definitely. Kind of a bitch. Um, but let's talk about the greatness of Riley Keough. Riley oh. Keough, man, there's an up and comer for you. Yeah, she, she was looking big. very good in yeah. this movie. Very attractive. Yeah. So the granddaughter yeah. of Elvis Presley and Lisa Marie Presley. I'm sorry, the granddaughter of Elvis Presley be, and Priscilla Presley. Weird. The daughter of Lisa Marie Presley. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And uh, we got to mention her two famous stepfathers, well, former stepfathers, <laughs> yeah. uh, Michael Jackson and Nicolas Cage. So if you're looking for six degrees from. Uh, Nicholas Cage to Michael Jackson, you got it now. Yeah, <laughs> Riley Keough. Yeah. Um, but also in the girlfriend experience, like we talked about before, we got hopped on here. Uh, was she in good. the the movie? Uh, just I the don't think so. Okay. Don't think so because I think the movie came out in two thousand nine, which might have been before her. She was also Magic break. Mike. You she were you were saying that yeah. she's a Soderbergh. Uh, uh, I don't know. Disciple. I would disciple. Say. That's yeah. One would say yeah. Yeah. I like her. I thought she was good in this movie. She played a good southerner. She kicked ass in the uh, in the heist in yeah. the situation. Yeah, yeah exactly. Her oh, name was Yeah, yeah. She was a good driver in that blue Mustang. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could have watched that. I could have taken a little bit more of that. Yeah. yeah. Just her driving that Mustang on that. <clears throat> they just show that whole scene of her driving the entire time. I've been into that. Yeah, that was a good scene. Yeah. Also, great. Katie Holmes's husband uh, was. Uh, from the office, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kevin from it was it Kevin from the office, right? Pam's no, not Kevin. Fiance, yeah. the guy that Pam was gonna marry. Yeah, exactly. I know you're talking about. Yeah, that. and he's he's been in a couple of good he's David movies. David Yeah, he he was pretty good. He was like, I love stick. He was just a Ford commercial. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, just worked for a Ford dealership. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. He's like trying to talk her into the V6, and she's like. Why are you driving the V6 when there's a V8 yeah. <laughs> manual transmission? Yeah. She's like, do you even drive a, drive you a stick? Yeah, drive a stick. He's like, I love stick. Yeah, I love stick. That's great. And then funny, I thought it was, uh, at the beginning, he's like, oh, I'm going to take the kids to see the Furious and Fast movie? Yeah. <laughs> and like, don't you think that's a little uh, too racy for them? A little too intense? And he's like, oh, man, they're scared shitless the whole time, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, they just keep their mouth shut. Yeah, keep their mouth shut. Oh, that was funny. Chris, do you watch uh, Game of Thrones? Oh, I do, of course. Okay, well, neither of neither us do. Of us okay. Uh, the reference in the uh, prison scene was Oh, funny. dude, that's yeah. great. Yeah, that was hilarious. 
They're like, we want the, the name of the Game of Thrones. Like, we want the book. And I'm like, there was supposed to be a book, but it never came out. It's like, no, my buddy was in here two years ago, said he was supposed to come out with a book that year. And like, it never came out. And I he, can't get it to you. He hasn't written it, right? <laughs> yeah, no, he hasn't. It's actually factual. <laughs> yeah. They're in, they continue to make this series, and now the books are being based on the TV yeah. series instead of the other way around or whatever's yeah. going on. Some, there's some, like, weird <laughs> shit that happened there. Uh, but I thought that was funny that all the, like, uh, prisoners watched Game of Thrones. Yeah. I thought that was a funny premise. <laughs> they all read Game of Thrones. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, they yeah. read it. Exactly. They, they don't even watch it. Yeah. They read it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was funny. Um, oh, yeah. I was going to say possible sequel, but I, mean, I think we kind of ruled Leanne that Rams out. was in this movie. She was singing. She was just singing. Oh, yeah, she sang the national anthem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was whatever. Um, I thought this was a really, this might have been my favorite part, like in the funniest part in the movie, in my opinion, was <laughs> when they're sucking out the, uh, they're sucking out, or they're, I guess they're, put, they're, they're draining the money into the trash bags, and then they, for whatever reason, they're like, we gotta do something, Daniel Craig says, switch it into whatever, and it actually gets put into vacuum, so it starts sucking the money back in, and then they start wrestling over the tube, and it gets on Adam Driver, and then it sucks his prosthetic arm, I was, I was cracking up at that part, I was dying, so I thought that was my, probably my favorite scene, and, and probably the funniest scene. Of the movie. Yeah, when his arm gets sucked in, he gets <laughs> yeah. all sad. And was, yeah, it yeah. like, shuts it off when he's like trying to find it. Yeah. Like, we don't have time for this. And you reference to uh, his lack of arm was pretty funny. <laughs> it was good, yeah. yeah. I love at the end how he thinks he got basically gypped and didn't get any money. And then he gets out of jail and, and he opens up the box. That's obviously like a new, new prosthetic arm. And then the next time we see him, he's just at the bar and he, and he like, he's about to serve a. Uh, uh, what's his face? Daniel Craig's character, Joe Bang. Joe, Joe Bang, Bang and, yeah. and who th- who thinks that everyone got stiffed of their money and nobody mm-hmm. got any money? But he's got this arm that's got like these fingers that are like. Uh, well, no, Joe Bang. Yeah, it's like a robotic right? arm. Yeah, but not till after that. So before that, he was looking for Jimmy because he thought that Jimmy stiffed everybody uh, by yeah. giving all the money back. But they found that shovel on his door. Yeah, exactly. But that was after. And so he, he's in and Adam Driver's character is like serving the drink, but he's got this crazy fancy arm that looked like he had fingers. <laughs> yeah, it's like a robot. Which was <laughs> waiting for him when he gets out of jail in his right. house from the Department of like Veterans Affairs. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. but Daniel Craig doesn't even like notice that. Where like he had this arm that was just like super basic and plastic and now he's got this crazy robot thing. <laughs> yeah. Just, like he just came into a bunch of money. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't he doesn't notice it. And then, and then, yeah, at the end, they show his old one just, like, sitting there with the beer. With the drink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was just funny. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Yeah, just, just a prop in the bar now. now yeah, it's just a relic in the, in yeah. the bar. <clears throat> uh, like, at the beginning, when uh, they get into the fight, and then he throws the brick and the Molotov cocktail through the window of the truck, the Seth MacFarlane's truck, and yeah. just burns it down. And then they're, he's just sitting there like, watching it. Yeah, he's like, what are you guys doing? Take video of this. This is a $5,000 car! Yeah, Jay Tatum comes up and takes those guys' phones and just chucks them. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was funny. I like that there's sort of this like unspoken thing, too, where, where uh, Jamie Chan Tatum's character is just really good at throwing stuff into stuff. Like at the beginning when he just throws that, that hard hat oh, yeah, that's over right. his shoulder and it lands perfectly in the thing. Yeah. And then he throws the uh, the cell phones perfectly into the car. And there's there's a couple other instances. Oh, it's because he was a former high school quarterback right. star. Yeah, and, he, like, and then he like, yeah, they tie yeah. that in. I, I, I just of am putting course. that together. Yeah, yeah. I didn't put I, I did not yeah. put that together until right now, that's which awesome. makes sense. I like that. Yeah. I like that. 
Um, could you have used more of the, uh, I mean, I couldn't have, but the, his, like, crush in the movie. Oh, there yeah. wasn't like there's was, like two scenes and was oh, that, yeah. why was that his crush? I don't know. He kissed her and uh, they went to high school, school together. Yeah, yeah, yeah he like, remembers. Why her? Yeah. I don't know. She's kind of cute. She's, she's cute. cute. Yeah. She could have longer hair. Yeah, she could have longer hair for sure. Probably oh, sticks out like a sore thumb in the south. Yeah, yeah. No, like not many short haircuts. Yeah, like that anyway. Yeah, she was like his high school. I guess like he. Oh, he school. made a reference to how he might have kissed her. Yeah, and he's she like, was just like, that's the meanest thing anyone's ever said to me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so he, they might have kissed. I don't know. I didn't quite understand that part. Now he's like, yeah, I remember. <laughs> definitely did. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. There just what I mean. There's like two scenes. Yeah. For some, like, what'd she get at the end? Oh, she, she got, got a fat donation. She got a fat donation yeah. from him. Yeah. 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 And it's taped with the band aids. Jimmy was just a super nice guy. Yeah, good, likable guy. Um, yeah, real genuine guy. Mm -hmm. Obviously, his love for his daughter was uh, shining through. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was Sylvia. Yeah. God, I love that that John Denver song. Uh, Take me home, Take country, me road. home country roads. I know, it's a great too. song. It really is. I like that they didn't just stop at that one refrain, and she keeps singing the song. Like, oh, yeah, and then everyone starts singing with her. Seriously, yeah. Everyone's like, oh, hell yeah, I love this song. I really <laughs> want to start singing while I was in the theater, too. Yeah, 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 hell, so. yeah. hell yeah. I thought it was a little disrespectful of the audience to sing over the little girl in the movie, but <laughs> I get it. It's I get it. I would have done the same thing. They were passionate about the, the West Virginia. They were. You know, and yeah. that's that's their, their representation in a song. Hmm. <laughs> I, oh, another thing I really liked were the the camera angles. They were very, very still, and like there's the classic Soderbergh ones where it'll be like it'll show Daniel Craig at one end of the table, and he'll be talking, and then he'll say something, and then the camera goes to the to like Adam Driver and uh, Channing Tatum. Yeah, and then they're just like, oh yeah, and then it, you know it goes back and forth. Mm -hmm. um, that the the prison scenes with them were good. I liked those. Also, uh, a lot of. <clears throat> a lot of shots where it started out of focus and then came into focus. Yeah, like when Dana Craig's doing push-ups, he goes out of focus, and then when he goes down, he's in focus. Yeah, and out and yeah. in. And did they have? It had pretty much the same soundtrack as Ocean's Eleven. You know where like they use music. He uses music at certain points to like drive that that feeling where it's like oh, mm -hmm. like things are ramping up right now. Oh yeah, we're, we're moving. Right? Yeah, Let's get this exactly. Going. Yeah. yeah. And like a lot of like transition angle or transition shots, like when, when the when the uh, when the fire trucks coming in at the at the end when they break back into prison, yeah, exactly. Like they're they're they've got like a, a bluesy. A that bluesy was just like, exactly uh, the SWAT scene from Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, exactly. It was that was exactly the SWAT and the same scene angle. They had an above angle and yeah. watch them going in. Yeah, you were it was completely, the same scene. completely. Yeah, they just like copy and paste it right yeah. in the movie. And, that I, that scene was a little. I was like, oh, I think they would notice if there's like two random fire firefighters that just okay, go yeah. out of the fire truck. <laughs> Remember when the SWAT the SWAT team made up of like Brad Pitt and all those guys? Oh yeah. They mm -hmm. go in and they're pretending to be the SWAT team. Down, get down, and they're using like the fake bang grenades and whatever, and they get out of the mm -hmm. empty vault, which they already know is empty and all that. It was the, it was the same scene almost as when the when the real firefighters get into the prison 
and they realize that like oh, it's, no it's not, there's not fire it's just yeah. like the prisoners lit a trash can on fire to set up the smoke yeah. alarm yeah. and then it's like really sarcastically that one firefighter takes the fire signal and just gives it like a quick shot and puts it out that, I like that that was that was funny because they take that same scene that we've already seen mm-hmm. and then they make the end kind of funny yeah and then Ocean's a Eleven sarcastic. is yeah. a sarcastic yeah. And, yeah and Ocean's Eleven is when the SWAT comes in and they find the empty room and then some guy throws like a random flash flash grenade yeah, yeah. yeah. For no reason. For no reason. Yeah, and then they find They're them. all just like, damn, yeah. what the hell? <laughs> yeah. But that, yeah, you're right. Same exact, like, scene premise. Almost entirely. So you didn't like it because it was too much like Ocean's Eleven. I just, okay, so I, I enjoyed it. It's, I gave it a five. Like, I liked I liked it. It was, it was a, entertaining. A five, as, as you've said before, is not a movie you're going to return to. I'm not going to gonna go back yeah. and watch it. I'll, I'll go I'm back and watch it. I'm going to watch this movie. I'll go back and watch yeah, Ocean's Eleven definitely. again. If I want to see like a Steven Soderbergh movie, I'll go back and watch one of the ones that I liked a little bit more. Sure. Um, I I get why he did this one. I understand the formula. I, I like. He he said he just wanted to make something fun. He obviously wasn't trying to reinvent the wheel on this. He was just going back to a mode that he knew before. He did it in kind of a comical way a little bit by saying like, "Let's reimagine Ocean's Eleven, done by rednecks." Yeah. I, I like I get for it. all these reasons. These are what makes it a good movie for me. Yeah, and for all these reasons, it's what yeah. makes it a mediocre movie for me. So I, I agree. Yeah. I agree with you, Nico. I'm definitely gonna rewatch this again. Yeah. I thought it was. It's you know, it's it's an easy watch for me just because like I don't have to think too much and like it's fun. Good, like a lot of actors and actresses I like, and I thought it was funny. And yeah, it's just an easy rewatch for me, in my opinion. There's something I want to touch on. Oh, um, so Soderbergh. I don't know if, if you read much on how he um, plans on, like, he, he wants to change Hollywood a bit, make it more efficient. Okay. He thinks mm. these big studios um, uh, spent way too much money on marketing, spent, like, double the amount of money they they uh, should spend. So, he Wait, went about... Kingsman. I was going to say, get him involved <laughs> in the Kingsman movie. <laughs> um, so, he... He's changed, he changed it up a little bit with this movie, and yeah. what he did was he sold the rights to these theaters ahead of time, uh-huh. and then based on that money that they got, he that's what he made the movie with. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. And then he cut marketing. But if you're not half. Steven Soderbergh, can you do that? And that's kind of what the, the interview interviewer was yeah. asking him too. Yeah. And he said, you know, it, it starts with. I mean, you know, I guess it, it right. starts, it starts with, the with the Steven Soderbergh, and then pretty much that's just the way things are done. But he was he was also complaining. And about how like Hollywood like missed on Barry Jenkins. Do you know Barry Jenkins? Yeah. He's the Moonlight guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, like he he, w- he was giving this speech, and Barry Jenkins is actually in the audience. But um, he's saying like Hollywood's missing on this guy. Like this guy is a very talented guy, and he actually thinks that this scenario can work for guys like that. Mm. Okay. Yeah. It's. I mean, it, that's interesting. I didn't. I didn't know all that. So it's yeah, I didn't know that either. That's there, cool. There's a GQ interview that uh, asked a lot of. Or <clears throat> very good with Soderbergh. I'll have to check that out. No, I'll, I'll definitely check that. You out. You know what else is reinventing uh, the way we see movies is Quad M. <laughs> well, Quad M, absolutely. <laughs> Monday movie mention madness. This this podcast shows to do right now, but a movie pass. Yeah. <laughs> I want to give a little plug to movie movie pass right now. We just signed up yesterday. Uh, we haven't received our movie pass cards yet, but ten dollars a month you get to see unlimited amounts of movies at ninety one percent of movie theaters nationwide. What a deal, you know? And obviously I, I look forward to using it. I do too. 
I do too. So look, look, uh, we'll, we'll be telling you how the movie pass experience is going on. Cause it seems great. Um, they, they do track your movie watching, uh, experiences. Like uh, they, they know which movies you see and what kind of movies you like. And this they, is phase one of Michael's, um, movie pass. Please give us money. Uh, project. Yeah, exactly. We just want to get acquired after the IPO. That's not a big deal. We'll, so, take, yeah. we'll take cash. Movie pass, take note, huh? <laughs> Moviepass.com. Everyone visit it. Everyone visit it, but not too many at the same time because it tends to crash. <laughs> <laughs> sparingly, sparingly, yeah, yeah. please. Yeah, and, and be patient with the, uh, with the app. It doesn't really work yet. <laughs> See, with the... Uh... I mean, I don't want to keep plugging it, but with the movie pass, uh, <laughs> with the movie pass, I uh, like I'll I'll go back to the theater to watch like Logan Lucky. Yeah, you want to say it again? I'll go back and watch Breezy Bear. <laughs> yeah, I'm intrigued by Breezy Bear. Yeah, which is uh, last week's episode. That was last week's episode. Yeah, but I still go back and watch it. Yeah, I don't want to see it again. <laughs> yes, and I can for. Yeah, ninety five. Have you guys yeah. recorded the Briggs Me Bear episode yet? Oh yeah. Oh, it's recorded. It just hasn't been posted. Yeah. Okay. We we like to play with the way time works on this podcast. <laughs> I like it. You guys are yeah, you're time vendors. Yeah, exactly. I like it. Nice to have currently one, in the one future in the or yeah. still in the past. Yeah. I don't know. No one, no one, no knows. one knows. I don't even know. It's too, too much thinking right now. Oh, we, it's like we need to get our astrophysicist on this. Yeah, got our. Didn't show up for work today. Yeah, he didn't show up. <laughs> yeah, the statistician. I'm missing. Shout out to the statistician or the biologist or the yeah. class chemist or. He's in the lab working on uh, cooking up something real good. So crunching the numbers. See what he comes up with. The sorcerer's apprentice, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, um, so what are we seeing next week, Nick? Next week is Goon, Last of the Enforcers. Oh, yes. Chris, have you seen Oh, uh, I haven't Goon? seen the first one, but <laughs> Sean William seen? Scott, I'm assuming, right? Yeah. And, uh, and, and Leo Schreiber. And Leo Schreiber. Yeah. Um, I need to you, see you that. Did you see the first one? I have not. I really want to see it. I know it's on Netflix, so maybe, yeah. maybe tonight I'll, I'll give it a yeah, watch. please do. It's very funny. It's the first one, it's, uh, or first one's what? Seven out of ten? Seven and a half out of ten? Yeah, definitely. Um, so, Goon 2, um, probably... Kick it down, or Goon last like night. Yeah, TJ Miller's in that. A good looking cast so far with the top Alicia three. Cuthbert, Alicia Cuthbert, TJ Miller, Love Schreiber, uh, Sean William Scott. Oh, Allison Pill, she was, she was uh, in the last one. Okay. Yeah, yeah um, she was in the, the newsroom. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Jay Barish. Actually, they're married, Allison Pill and Jay, Jay Barish, I believe. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Oh, yeah, he's in stuff too. Jay Barish? Yeah. He's Canadian, eh? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's in. Uh, was he in the first one? Yeah, yeah. but look, okay, this is the end, and he's, yeah. he's like in that camp. Knocked out. Knocked up, yeah, all those. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to say, not enough hockey movies. I'm just going to throw that out there. No, yeah. They're all pretty good. Yeah. yeah, hockey movies tend to be awesome movies, yeah. and there aren't enough Tyler of them. Tyler Sagan's in it. In. Tyler Sagan? <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Tyler Sagan? Tyler Sagan. Oh, Sagan. Oh, oh yeah, the hockey players. Former nice. Boston Bruins. Yeah, sure. Um... Yep, Slapshot. Slapshot's uh, awesome. Uh, Miracle. Youngblood. Youngblood, Miracle. Uh, Miracle. <laughs> Youngblood was that Rob Lowe, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, I have not seen that, but not I know the cheesy 80s. Movies. It's very cheesy, very 80s. Um, but not, not a great movie, but it's still... It's still endearing, you know? Yeah, that's it's a part of the time period. No, Miracle's great. Oh, it's in, uh, Miracle's great. Miracle. Uh, Youngblood. Oh, Youngblood. Miracle's yeah, great. Youngblood. Uh, I guess a little Happy Gilmore, that kind of time. Sure. And that's an awesome movie. Oh, got it. <laughs> uh, yeah, just not enough hockey movies. 
in my opinion. No, you're right. No, not at all. And they all rock. The ones that. That's uh, good. Also, great yeah, hockey. Yeah, exactly. It's immediately a great hockey movie. Yeah. The thing is, I've been in, like wanting to see it for a while now, and I just haven't done it. And I always see it on Netflix. And now that you mentioned it, I'm, I'm definitely going to watch it. But yeah, it's another great movie. My prediction is uh, a 6 out of 10. Because it's just, I mean, it's, it was released in Canada months ago. Yeah. And sequels tend to be a little worse than the originals. I'm going to give it a 7. <laughs> Seven. Just because I was going to give it a six, and you, I don't want to be the same as you this week. But I'm thinking seven. I'll. This could be. This could be added to my comedy, hockey, movie watching uh, repertoire here. Something that I go back to, you know, yeah. and watch. If it's good enough, it might, it might not be. Like you said, it's a sequel. It might get. It might get dropped significantly. Um, but, Chris, you didn't see Goon, but if you, if you had to guess, I guess. <laughs> throw it oh, I was going to let you guys take this one because it's, you know, I'm not going to be here next week. But if I had to guess, yeah, throw out a prediction. I'll throw out a prediction. I'll call it, uh, let's go with a 6.5. Okay. I'm right in the middle it. of this. I like it. Yeah. It's a safe place to be. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's it for this week. Yeah, thanks for listening, Munchers. Thanks for coming, Chris. Yeah, guys, thanks for having me. It's Please. been a, a pleasure, and it's I'm, I'm honored. Have you. Please yeah, come awesome. back anytime. We'd love to have you back. I can't yeah. wait for the next time. Awesome. Hon- honestly, yeah, can't Definitely. wait. Um, I'm Nick Owen. I'm Michael Brown. Thanks for munching.